son. That's right. I'm here to come and dunk on you, son. <laughs> Patrick Ewing style. Uh, Facundo Torres to Orlando City, as I told you. I told you I had the finger on the pulse of what was going on with this situation. But you doubted me. And he's coming to pass. Woo! Some sources say $10 million. Some sources say $13 million. I don't care. This kid is coming to Orlando. A quality player. Long past the days of signing uh, waste men like uh, Justin Marin and the likes. And uh, I'm super excited at the Wolves, what they're doing. Now... Gaston Gonzalez out of Unión de Santa Fe, Argentina. That's happening. That's happening. I know. I know. Because I, again, have the finger on that pulse. But some of you will still doubt it. So I just want to let you know that if you survive the No Scope 360 dunking that I'm going to be doing on you this weekend, I'm going to do it again. On to you. Vamos Orlando. How you doing, people? How you doing? It's Monday, January the 24th, 8.35 p.m. Thank you so much. This is Loud and Proud Orlando. Thank you so much again. Um, check us out on Facebook as Loud and, Proud of, uh, Loud and Proud Orlando, as well as YouTube. If you're on YouTube, leave us your comment. We're going to read every single comment as it comes. If you just want to watch, sit tight. We have a lot of information today. Thank you so much for your support and also to supporting this wonderful club, which is Orlando City Soccer Club. 
Facebook, YouTube, and also Twitter at LPL Podcast. My name is Luis Carlos Pineda. I have here Mr. David Valentin next to me as well. We have a lot to talk about. One of the biggest signings in the MLS today. If you're not aware of who Facundo, Facundo Torres is, you probably will know now. You can make fun of his name. You know, when it comes to Facu, whatever you want. They even put the English, you know, how do you pronounce it on the website. You can check it out as well. But it's here. He's here. He's real. It's tangible. And I think we we fought. It was a, it was a hard, fought, hard fought battle indeed. But I think Orlando came on top. Proud of um, the front office. Proud of, you know, Ricardo Moreira as well being part of this as well big part and uh you know definitely an exciting uh player that comes to orlando we're going to talk about today the state of the team facundo torres we're going to talk about some of the announcements you probably saw it on on my instagram you probably saw it on david's twitter uh eric and Cara, uh, gaston gonzalez we're going to talk about also the depth that this team is building for 2022 and obviously Orlando City preseason. And again, I also want to announce uh, LPO podcast, Loud and Proud Orlando is here to stay. We're going to definitely do this every Monday at 8.30. We're also available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Please subscribe. We're under Loud and Proud Orlando. And, you know, um, my tenure on Area Sports Network has concluded as of last week. And I want to announce that live because I think it's it's due. There's no harm done. They're great people. It's just that I am dedicating fully to Loud and Proud Orlando to provide you the best content possible. And I want to say hello to them as well if they're watching. So uh, moving on. Dave, how are you, man? And if you're hearing the sound of my washing machine, it's probably washing the tears of those that doubted us and uh i want to say that there's a lot of people on social media who were skeptics of the facundo uh facundo torres story and of gaston gonzalez which we will be talking to later i have to tell you that for a club that had only done a big splashy move and that was uh josue colman out of Paraguay, Cerro Porteño, for those that uh, forget. Uh, and that was a $3 million move. And right now, that is the type of cash that the Wolves probably have in their ashtray in their car or on the floorboards of their car. This is a statement to this fan base. I have to be honest with you. I was very skeptic of uh, Mark Wolf. And like many of you know, my only interactions with Mark Wilf, or the only things that I knew about the man was him and his family were involved with the uh, North American uh, Jewish Federation. It, it's no secret right now that to a lot of people that um, my faith is, is Jewish. And uh, I had uh, heard of the guy, he came to the JCC, uh, the Jewish Community Center in Maitland a few years back. And um, and he was the owner, him alongside with his uh, brother and cousin were the owners of the Minnesota Vikings. That's all I knew about the guy. The guy came down, went on television, 
uh, in the morning shows and said, Vamos Orlando, we're going to make it happen. And uh, like everybody else, we have heard that same song and dance before, but uh, they went and got one of the hottest products in South America right now. How do we know this, my friends? When you have people going online saying that we're breaking families, that that this couldn't happen in a worse time because the idea, my friends, and I have said this on my blog, I have said this on uh, Tiro Esquina podcast, everything that I've seen about Facundo Torres on Uruguayan television, the people that are talking to you, the experts of football in that country know zero about our league. They are saying Facundo's great, Facundo's the future, Facundo's a jewel, Facundo has a future in Europe, but they never say that MLS is the place for him. They just can't understand why Facundo Torres and his family wants to come to Orlando. I have to say, Luis Musi, and especially a man that never gets any praise, uh, and that's Ricardo Moreira. And Ricardo, if you're listening, my man, you know. Parabéns. You know, Parabéns. You know that none of this, none of this would have happened if it wasn't for your work. How many times you're, uh, you are online and you see this man posting videos, working on a Saturday night out of 1000 Bill Beck uh, Boulevard in Kissimmee? That's the facility there for us, uh, our training facility. How many times this man is traveling away from his family to provide you with a team that you can be proud of? We have a luxury in this man. And Ricardo, if you are listening, if you're watching, Please, I hope you stay for a lot, a lot of years because a man of your dedication, of your work ethics, of your quality, a man that just doesn't buy players just because the money is there. He is responsible to his employers of spending the money wisely. People like that are hard to come by. And I conclude. Also, I have to say that Mark Wilf deserves praise alongside with... Um, with uh, everybody else in the front office, to be honest with you, but Luis Musi uh, in particular, because you are delivering on a promise, a fan base that all they know is broken promises, half-baked ideas, uh, uh, changes that only play to nostalgia, uh, to better times in a lower league, to known names by this fan base. You actually have thrown that out the door and brought us uh, great talent. Uh, I have to say, and I'm going to disclose it because the cat's already out of the bag. Those of you that were uh, on the um, community gathering on uh, on Twitter with our friend Sergio Ruiz Torres, for those that don't know, he is the producer of Nacion Purpura, which is a Spanish outlet covering Orlando City and also the Spanish voice of Orlando City on the radio. Well, my source has always been Jorge Torres. Who's Jorge Torres? Jorge Torres is no other than the father of Facundo Torres. Jorge reached out to Tiro de Esquina uh, podcast in early December. Uh, he just basically wanted to know, hey, I just I wanted to find somebody who spoke the language that will tell me if it's a good club. Am I wasting my, uh, is, is my family and my son wasting their time? Uh, is it a good city to live? Is it, what's the league like? And we spent plenty of time talking about all these subjects. Obviously, I gave a good report about Orlando City. I'm an Orlando City fan, but also I'm an honest person too. 
And I, I told him, I said, hey, based on how your league is, I think Facundo gonna, is going to have a big challenge at a league that is basically run, it runs in two of the biggest countries in the world and travel is going to be uh, difficult, this and that and the other. And that's the person. That's my, that has been my source. That has been my source in this whole thing. I can uh, conveniently say it now. Uh, I would have loved to have him here, but uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, it's it, it can't it can't happen. But uh, but Jorge is an individual that that loves football and more importantly, loves his son, and uh, wants the best for him. And uh, as somebody that is a contemporary to him, I cannot say how happy I am to know this person because um, he seems like a genuine guy, somebody that that wants. Uh, his son to succeed and as a father if you if you're a parent you know how it is you want the best for your children and uh this is tr truly a, a dream come true for this family life-changing generational changing because they're just a middle-class family you know facultas that just has a job like you and me you know and um and his son one day said that i want i want to be a football player and at the age of 10 he started in the academy fast forward 12, 12 years later and today, not only is he playing for Orlando City in the United States, which for a lot of Latin Americans, this is a dream come true. Um, he's also representing his country and just not right. any country. This is a, a champ, a world champion and a nation that knows their football. No, um, you know, I, I didn't have the luxury to have the, the you know, that contact for sure. My, my sources were. And I'll bring it. I'll, I'll tell you as well. You know, typically you don't you don't reveal your sources, but I mean I understand the the matter. I mean the cats at the bag. Uh, vamos que vamos, one of the biggest TV shows in in, in Uruguay right now. Podcast. Well, it's not a podcast. It's a radio show, soccer radio show in Uruguay. Um, some of the some of the guys there are very very candid, and and they wanted they had a lot of information. You know, Telemundo Uruguay. Uh, you know, these are reputable sources from from there. You know, and uh, I understand the matter. You know, it's 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 just a, you know, when you when you have to handle um, and, and you have to deal with a club like Peñarol, and and that's probably what a lot of people understand. And 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 I have a, a we're going to read some comments here. I have a Hector Ayala, for example. He says, "What do you guys think about all the hate from the club from Peñarol fans?" First and foremost, you know, MLS, the MLS, MLS is one of the most ascending uh, leagues in the world. They are in, in an ascending manner. They're not descending. They're ascending. They're growing every day. Every year they grow even more. Uh, 2026 is coming very soon. It's the World Cup. The, you guys can probably tell the United, uh, the United States men's soccer team it's, has a lot of depth and a lot of weapons playing in some of the best clubs in the world. So the United States is definitely going to make a statement for sure. I, I don't doubt it about that. There is a system now in place. It's no longer the MLS of Echeverri and, and Winalda and uh, Alexi Lalas. It, it's, it's not that MLS. It's, it's the MLS of, of post Landon Donovan. And when, when, you know, it's, you know, there's young talent going, going to Europe at an early age. Um, some of the South Americans don't know that because soccer over there is the number one sport of football, no football, no. Mm -hmm. right. So, you know, a club like Peñarol fans are so dedicated and so gung ho, you know, they're not going to understand, you know, the, you know, how in the MLS, 
things are a little different than in other leagues. And they don't understand, you know, the whole process of the MLS and how it has improved. They, they don't realize that. You know, they're talking about fan to fan, you know, and just like Orlando fans are a bunch of trolls too, because I've seen it online, you know, they got they got their own trolls too, but they're just a little bit more of crude, crude black humor. And trust me, I'm from Peru and, and they, they love that. Uh, you know, uh, they, 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 we love dark humor. And, and it, it's just a matter of fact that for them, Facundo Torres was their Neymar. It's like Neymar when he was in Santos, to put it in a comparison, to put in a comparison. So for them, Facundo Torres was a player that they dearest to their heart. They never wanted him to leave. And if he would have left, they expected him to go to a Barcelona, to a, you know, Bayern Munich, to a Chelsea. You know, but the thing is, he, he decided, you know, no, I, I want to follow a path of growth in which I don't want to burn myself going to a huge club right out of Peñarol just by winning one championship, you know, one Uruguayan Cup. I don't want to burn myself. I don't want to come back to Peñarol failing. I want to go ahead and win cups in a league that I know I'm probably going to excel on. You know, I want to go ahead and, and, and put some cash in my pocket, maybe some in the savings account as well. I want to make sure to contribute to the growth of some club that's going to contend for a championship. And from then on, I'll follow the steps of, you know, uh, several other players that are about to leave the league. In the league, you know, Diego Rossi, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, Diego Rossi is the best example, you know, and he's part of the Uruguayan national team as well, just like him. So... The MLS is well, you know, for the players in South America now, especially the markets of Uruguay, Peru, I can definitely vouch for that, is very well thought of by the players. Some fans are still skeptics, just like we have skeptics in Orlando City. Let's just be completely honest. Completely honest. You know, uh, you know whether you cite the source or not, they're still skeptics, and it's okay. It's okay for the club never to, to, to reveal, you know, there's MLS rules and things they have to abide by, of course. That's why it took so long for this probably to to be announced, you know? Uh, yeah, but, about but, that. Uh, basically what happened, the reason why it took so for, forever, actually, uh, I um, Jorge was asking me what's going on, why they are not announcing it, because uh, I have to tell you, while Facundo still with the uh, with the national team, that guy can't wait. To jump on the airplane and come here that's that's a point so what had happened was uh the league delayed the announcement because uh a, pre- a press release document had not been signed that was done over the weekend and obviously the club now announces it i had a source from orlando city from the club that reached out to me on twitter after i posted that stating that you know it's not the club's fault a lot of people right, are saying right, right, that we're it's not the club's fault at all. This is the league. Once, once both parties, both clubs agreed, okay, we're gonna purchase this player. Now the league takes over, and the contract that Facundo signed is with MLS, not with Orlando City. Right, and it makes sense. Like, like you know, you know, I, I, I honestly, I, I knew it. Like, because things like that sometimes are like in my home country are the same way, and and in in, in big clubs. And, and some leagues are are that way also. And you know, you're you're talking about 
you know, Peñarol is one of the youth academies in South America, one of the top. I mean, you have Independiente del Valle, which the coach of Charlotte FC comes from that academy, by the way. So just mm -hmm. we have to keep an eye on Charlotte FC. They're not they're not going to play around. There's some, some right. good players also. And they and the guy is, is a mastermind, a, a mastermind tech, um, in tactics. He knows how to Absolutely. play you out. Um, and 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 I'm, I'm saying it's 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 Independiente del Valle, Peñarol. A, a lot of the good players come from those academies. Santos de Brasil, obviously, because you have obviously Neymar, Gabigol came from there as well. So, you know, there are certain clubs that are breathing ground of stars, and Peñarol is one of them. And so he won the Uruguayan Championship in 2021. He scored in the championship match. He was named one of the best players in Uruguay in 2021. He's made already his senior international debut for, for Uruguay last June. He's competed and scored, was a top scorer in, in Uruguay uh, in very youth levels. And he's made already five, five appearances in Copa America, in last year's Copa America, you know. And he, he, Uruguay went to the quarterfinals. So he was part of that. So he has a lot of experience, you know, a lot of experience. I understand, obviously, he's not a Ronaldo, he's not a Messi, but we got a player that's going to be able to compete for 90 minutes, right? Just go like this, throw the sweat in the floor, and keep going. Rather than asking for a sub, hey, come on, man. No, no, no. We're not getting a name. We're not getting a Nocherino. I don't want to bring names out. We're not getting, you know, Adrian Winter. You know, we're not. We're not bringing. We're bringing a, a a talented player that any other club in a different situation would have grabbed right away, and we actually got it. And this is the job of the great organization that Orlando City has now. And I think we're very blessed for that because after years of defeats and horrible signings, we finally get. A couple of signings that are very exciting to talk about. So, um, you know, he's he's a lion now. I'm sure he'll come. You know, after after he gets his visa, his paperwork, and after he defends Uruguay for the qualifiers for the World Cup qualifiers with Uruguay, he should be heading to Orlando City February second. It's uh, his expected arrival. Exactly. So. You know, let's do some comments here for some from the people. This is here. Thomas Dupree, no more late summer slump. Amen. Right. Says Victor Rivera, the source was on point. David was on top of it. Uh, Matthew, high for 2026, big year for soccer in the USA. I guarantee it. I think United States and, you know, United States has the infrastructure to succeed in this World Cup. And I think uh, it's going to be a huge buzz for the sport. And uh, I mean, it's 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 a winning sport right you have to score goals and i think i have no doubt i mean the u.s men's national team has a lot of depth and luis it's critical that we in orlando go and support the national team versus panama yeah sure. and not go to the uh the world cup committee and say hey right because we we hosted in 94 we which we host now we have to go we have to go i know I, listen i know it's not cheap i'm planning to go with my whole family even if it's in row double z which is the last one up top we need to show up that's right and you know this goes for the supporter groups also 
you know they you know uh, they need to they need to support national team as well jim d we've had years of promises and hype with little little to show of it but now it seems like it's being delivered that's when you get somebody that truly wants to compete you know and that was the promise of the new ownership when they first arrived i was there mm -hmm. in the press box i was there in the press box i i, I was witness that you know they they definitely came and they want to make this a championship co contending team and and i bring this again and i think i put it on facebook on one of the the groups do you think nycfc when alexander Callen signed the fans knew who he was uh what about jesus medina what about tati castellanos what about heber uh or heber or heber uh do they, they they didn't know who they were right they were names nobody knew who daryl dk they were, was <laughs> right they were they were they were good properly scouted players that had success in other leagues that were in a young age, in an age that it's an average age to play the sport for 90 minutes nonstop. And they're going to have high productivity and they're going to be able to buy them at a cost, obviously, you know, negotiable cost. But, you know, that's what NYCSC did after failing with Lampard, after failing with Pirlo. There you go. You know, that's the way to go. Another Orlando City SC uh, not, uh, not friendly neighborhood for, uh, uh, club, Atlanta United. Same model. Barcos. You know, you had then some of the youth academy there with, uh, you know, with a couple of people. Brad Guzan uh, uh, in his prime. They had a good keeper. You know, they had uh, the Venezuelan guy too, uh, Joseph Martinez. Mm -hmm. You see, and they got him. After success in other leagues down south, and as a second players. choice, by the way, exactly. So it wasn't like they got a a, a you know a, a Mesuro Sil or they got a I don't know a Matuidi or Iwain. Just to give you an example, see what I'm saying? That's that's the way the MLS is working now. That's the MLS is going, and that, that that's people are seeing. This is how championship contending teams are working now. This is, I think, what I want to do with my team. And I totally respect that because I know, for example, if this Orlando City team goes and plays against the top team in Peru, just to bring up an example, definitely, definitely Orlando City could win with a mm -hmm. team like that. They could contend in Copa Libertadores. They could contend in Sudamericana. You know, the level is a little higher, but the league is getting there more more less names more brains and more skill and more youth you gotta get younger uh, um, alliance blog best talent id in the league this is for um you know uh, ricardo. ricardo moreira uh question is it a statement considering we broke even with the dk sale in this move i think uh going out and getting Kara is the statement yeah hey, Luis, if i can if i can jump on that one for a second sure um one of the things that we have to remember and luis and i had this conversation uh privately you know luis called me the other day to about the topics and uh I, I told him the will family has a story the american dream it's i mean if they made a movie of these people you know people will get sur surprised about it the, the 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 parents of the of who we call the wills right uh mark his brother and his cousin uh they are holocaust survivors they lost everything all their family and they came to this country penniless 
and they worked themselves into a $5 billion um, fortune. That you have to be ruthless in business. Mark Wolf is, uh, hates losing. He wants to be first on everything. He likes to bust balls. He demands excellence from the people around him. Um, he's not the type of guy that you want to piss off, and excuse my language. And that's basically what it is. That's what it takes to make $5 billion in the United States of America. So when he said, I want to be a champion, people laughed. Oh, uh, the Minnesota Vikings are not that great. Well, they double the value of this team under their management. And it's you can compare NFL talent with MLS, MLS because with MLS right. you have the whole world. It's different with story. NFL, you just have right. college football, right? That's to, exactly. to pick from. And 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 with this, I t uh, with this, I give the microphone back to to Luis. Um, the fact of the matter is, is that what we've been paying for these players, these are investments that the Will family can make because they have five billion dollars in the bank, and they also have a successful NFL team creating wealth. Okay, creating enough, it covers its overhead and creates wealth. Okay, that's what they want to do with Orlando City. In the past, Orlando City was was taking money away from the ownership and returning very little. That's the reason why eventually they sold. Right, and uh, yours truly says, is a Facundo is Facundo getting as much or more hype than when Nani signed with Orlando City? Um, well, I'm hyped because I mean I've known about this kid for a while now. You know, I have a podcast in Spanish called Ladre el Fútbol. We cover South American soccer. It's in Spanish and in Peruvian league and everything. So Facundo Torres has been a target of several teams in the last year or two. I mean, top teams in Premier League, in, in, in Spain, in, in several in several leagues, and the Brazilian league also, you know. And, uh, you know, when, when I heard that he's coming to Orlando City, honestly, I, I was like, this is, this is great. This is the way the team is going to go now. This is the way we're going to go as a team. I like this. I, we're definitely going to compete now. We have a core. We have a co good coaching system. We have a good front office. Everything is coming to peace. And, you know, and, and, and that's what it told me. I, I personally was hyped. Now, Nani, obviously, he's won everything you want to win as a soccer player. Nani has won. He was in a Euro. He's, he's won the Premier League. He, he's, he's played alongside Ronaldo. He's just one of his best friends. And he is a mastermind player and a, and a, leader. a leader and a work ethic person. I mean, his work ethic is tremendous. And I, I can speak to that. First person to get into training, last person to leave. So um, definitely, you know, surely missed. But you know, it's, gotta move forward. You, we gotta, we gotta support the team. We gotta move forward. You know, Messi left Barcelona. You know what I mean? Ronaldo left Real Madrid. I mean, we're mm -hmm. talking about players of of a caliber, not maybe as Nani, but you know, is an icon of a team. And Nani was our icon. Right. Now we're, and in I the of, of, now we're in the search of collective play to mm -hmm. win games. And Luis, one of the things that, that to me surprised me is when Nani went to Venezia, as we all know, a lot, of people were, a lot of people were like, oh, he's still playing? Oh, I wonder what happened to him. His first right, game. Right, right, right. 
And and this is the thing. Uh, people, uh, he fell off the radar. Now, Facundo Torres is an up-and-coming player. Perhaps in Europe, they don't know who he is. They will find out soon. Uh, but the, the 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 difference here, to me, the hype, yes, great name, uh, recognizable, sells a lot of T-shirts, a lot of a lot of jerseys. But Facundo, if if you if you even if you don't speak Spanish, if you just Google Facundo Torres or go on YouTube and, and look at videos of him doing media, this man is what what Messi is. In Argentina, Facundo Torres is yeah. right now in Uruguay. Yeah, they regard him as as the future of the of, of Luis Suarez and Cavani. You have to understand, both of those players are almost in the end of their careers. They probably have one last World Cup chance. This is the one. You know, Peru is fifth in the qualifiers. They're getting right up there. It's going to be a hard fought hard fought battle for that fifth place in the uh, Conmebol qualifiers. Let's see what happens. Uh, we have, you know, they have this guy too. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. <laughs> this, this guy's this guy's a beast. He doesn't play around. And um, we're gonna just jump into to a different subject here. And I want to kind of talk about um, the depth of Orlando City, and, I, and it ties in to what we're talking about right now. And then after I show show this, um, I want to go ahead and uh, speak. We're gonna talk about. Erkan Cara and Gaston Gonzalez. We're going to talk about all of that. Um, and so this is this is what we have here. Um, I'm going to go ahead and um, take this and put it right, right there. No, actually, right here is probably better. There you go. All right. So this is the depth of Orlando City 2022 uh, right now um, with the with the rumors, right? With with the rumored players to join the team as well. So. Just looking at the keeper, you have Gale, Pedro Galese, you have Mason, uh, Mason Staduhar, and uh, Greenwich, Greeny, right? Uh, um, four out back, the four out back, uh, you have on as a right back, um, right back, Ruan, and Holiday. Now, Holiday can also play the left, as well as Kyle Smith. So, we, we you could either put, put either or there. Um, yeah, as, those guys. Right. As left back, you got Moutinho and Kyle Smith, right? With Ian Kyle Smith, um, center back, you have Jensen and Rodrigo Schlegel, right? This this is what we have there. And in for right center back, you have Antonio Carlos. That's why I put AC. And you have the young kid Williams. And just to know, and I think he mentioned it. Uh, David mentioned it earlier. Williams and um, and Holiday are in the under twenty. U.S. men's national team right now and you know if the U.S. men's national team has seen something in them to be called up you know it speaks volumes right it's because they've seen him in action mm -hmm. so this is promising plus we have in the youth academy right OCDB we're going to have Kembal Guadalupe you know great center back as well so that's the depth that we have out back when it comes into the mid, I mean, I, I like a 4-2-3-1. I think a 4-2-3-1 for Orlando City will work perfectly. This is something I would like, you know, Luis Pineda. That's what I would like. Now, obviously, Oscar Pareja can align however he wants to. He's a coach of the team. I'm not trying to say that that's the way it's going to be lining up. But it's something that I think it will work better for Orlando City. You have 
just on <clears throat> left um, on center midfield, right? You have Junior Urso, you have Cesar Araujo, then you then you sign up, right? Mm-hmm. Great player, phenomenal player. And I think uh, Miguel Gallardo was speaking to it with that with Weston uh, also on their you know they're evaluating and, and talking about the, the new signings uh i saw it on on their twitter and that was spot on you know we kind of agreed that araujo is a physical player uh, for his young age he, he's definitely going to recoup the ball so we're trying to stop turnovers here people right stop the turnover right and then we have joey desart right so you got three on one side and we have two on the other side which we all know who they are we have mendez and perea they're still in the team. Then right here at number 10, we have Mauricio Pereira, right? And we have Wilfredo Rivera. I would see, I, 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 and Rivera can play also <coughs> as a center mid as well. Yeah, he's, he's, a, more, he's, he's a seven he's, and a 10 with Puerto Rico. Yeah, he's, he's more attacking mid, in my opinion. He's, he's more attacking mid. <clears throat> and on the wings, Left wing, Facundo Torres, obviously, right? And we have Benji Michel. <clears throat> right wing, Sylvester Vanderwater. And Gaston Gonzalez. Gaston Gonzalez plays, plays right wing. He's uh, another target for Orlando City. Uh, it's, it's sources say he's already on Orlando. He's, gonna, he's already about to sign. Yeah, we can talk about that later. He's accepted the offer, but we'll talk about that later. And then right up top, you have Tesho Akindele, <clears throat> Jacqueline, Alexandre Pato, and you have Eric Ankara, right? Another target, right? Uh, according to the transfer market, he it's a done deal. He's already accepted. Uh, the team, the, his club has accepted also. We, we're going to talk about that later. But Pato plays center back. Now, that's depth. So I want I want to see I want to see your comments here. It says here Joshua Tallis is looking. This is here uh, Lions blog. This is my uh, my David uh, MLS now says that Pareja Lions blog uh, will have a lot of pressure on him to succeed now. And he's been back financially and thinks he could be fired if we don't get a home playoff spot. Do you agree? Well, uh, this is this is not speculation and this is not hearsay. Um, this is this is something that um, a lot of people uh, brought up to me uh, that that was a possibility. We're just gonna leave it at that as a possibility because I don't want to call it a factual because obviously I, I I don't know. But that if you all remember the reaction that um, Oscar Pareja had when DK scored the the winning goal against DC. And a lot of people uh, were, you know, taken back, aback because, it, you know, okay, we won it and everything, but he was whole, uh, hugging his staff as he had won a championship. The reality, my friends, is that he was in the hot seat. Uh, Mark Wilk, like I said, is a very demanding boss, and he demands quality. And at that time, everybody in the front office, uh, even the guy that, uh, that that checks your tickets probably was under scrutiny because uh, at that time they wanted to get rid of, quote unquote, the people that had failed to elevate Orlando City to where it needed to be. And, uh, you know, Oscar Pareja was given the opportunity uh, because you guys remember we lost four games in a row. 
And um, with that said, um, I think that my personal opinion is saying that this year it's uh, is unrealistic because we have a, we're gonna have a new team, a young team. Uh, it's a team that's gonna make mistakes. A team that is gonna lose games. A team that is gonna uh, have to learn to be a cohesive unit. And us as fans, we're gonna have to learn to be patient. This team is gonna be dangerous. If you look back at Tata Martino and um, Atlanta United, that first year they got to the playoffs, they got bounced out by a lesser um, qualified team uh, in Columbus, but they came back the following year and they killed and they crowned themselves champion. I think that's that's gonna what's gonna happen here. Would I love to lift silverware this year? Absolutely, uh, but. Let's be honest, guys. Uh, we are. Re this is a reset button, really. And uh, to say, hey, if we don't do this, you're gone. If you're gonna do that, give me the name of the person that you want replacing Oscar Pareja. Otherwise, we're going. We're doing what we were. What we just. I honestly. I mean, I just wanna. I just wanna be clear. I. I. I honestly disagree. You know, believe it or not, I. I do. Mm -hmm. I mean. We have a core in this team already. We've kept the core. You know, talking about him getting, you know, sacked or not sacked, I think it's too early to say. Uh, and I think it's really speculation. I mean, I haven't had a beer or a cup of coffee with the Wolves. Neither I, I have a, a cup of coffee or a beer with Oscar Pareja. There's really, honestly, I, I, I don't know if, if, if that is you know because we're kind of saying that it is and and i i highly doubt that is the fact um personally um i think uh pareja has uh now the opportunity to bring the the, the players that he feels are going to be needed for orlando city and the weapons he needs and i think we have good depth and a good young b team as well on ocp some kids and can probably fill out some some spots now am i saying we're going to win the championship uh i would love so uh will i say that we're going to make the playoffs sure I, I i can see with this team making the playoffs absolutely i mean personally i, I see us making the playoffs no with with no problem I mean, you're talking about Erkan Kara, 14 goals last season, four assists, uh, playing in Austria and Europe. You have Facundo Torres. He's won everything at the age of 20. Uh, then you have Gaston Gonzalez, targeted for top teams in Chile, top teams in Peru, top teams in Colombia. Everybody wanted him on the right wing. One of the best performing players in the Argentinian league. They call him like a phenom and a future you know, right wing for the national team also. He has a, even a picture with Messi. And so, you know, and then we have the core, right? Ruan and and now Holiday. He's going to get some playing time. Antonio Carlos, if you've seen his, I mean, this, this, I mean, no player in, in the team wants to go to through a tough preseason and just go into the first game of the season and lose. Mm -hmm. I think, I think, um, I, I have faith that we can definitely, uh, definitely make the playoffs and you know if we have a pato that's healthy you know and 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 it's sure he looks like he's healthy i mean for what i've seen and i have pictures too for preseason thank you to orlando city communications um you know 
I mean, look, look, Eric Ankara and Pato, Pato, and, and, and again, you know, I'm going to show you this, and then we can move to Eric Ankara and, and Gaston Jimenez. Let me just show you the positions that Facundo Torres can play. I'm going to go ahead and uh, show you that right here. So these are the positions in the field that Facundo Torres can play. I'm going to tell you how many goals he has scored in each position. Left wing, 59 games, 13 goals, 10 assists. Obviously, this is his preferred spot, the left wing. He's played as a second striker. It's his little SS right there, right? Five games, two goals, three assists. So he plays right below the top right there, right? Right below the top striker, the center, the center forward, right? Then you have, he's played attacking midfield. He's played three games, one goal, one assist. And then right winger. Right winger. Now his favorite spot, right? He's played four games as a right winger with Peñarol and has one assist. So this, but this is the depth of that, of this caliber of a player. That's what I'm talking about. And this is going to come into play when we have tough games against maybe, you know, because we're going to be playing to some heavy teams too, you know, and, you know, teams from out West too. So you have a lot of options with Facundo Torres right there. Obviously his favorite spot is going to be the left wing. And, and I know he's going to be the starting left wing when the season starts. I know for a fact. He, and there's no doubt. There's no doubt. Um, when it comes to Gaston Jimenez, right, the the target, I want to show house. you. <laughs> I want to I want to show you what he plays uh, up top. Look at all the positions he's played in his career, at, at at such a young age, right? As a as a right winger, he's played seven games, scored five goals, two assists. Right as a center forward, he's he's scored zero goals, but he's played two games. He's played attacking midfield ones, one game, zero goals, zero assists. Right midfield as well, one game, zero goals, zero assists. And left winger also, he's he's played that position and he has five goals and three assists as a left wing. So he could play both wings, right there and there. Until I mean, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Now, now another player that could play and could be depth. You know how you have. On, on that uh, image that I show you, we had uh, Alexandre Pato, uh, Erkan Kara. Now, Alexandre Pato could be also play right behind the forward. Alexandre Pato could play right behind the forward. As a center forward, he's played, he scored 90 goals as a center forward, 26 assists in his career. As a left winger, 18 goals, 9 assists. As a second striker, he scores eight goals, three assists, sixteen games as a second striker. He could play those positions. So what I'm saying, what I'm saying here is, Oscar can plug him where he feels it's going to work for the team. You're talking about players that have played high level football, so they can play, you know, different positions right up top. He has a lot of options depending on who are we facing. So we're going to be facing the Sounders, depending on how tactically they stand up the day of the game. You know, they're going to study, study the tape, and they're going to plug in their, you know, their weapons. 
maybe one day Benji may start because he thinks this is going to be better. So the, the good thing here that I'm trying to say is that there's depth. You know, there's depth mm-hmm. in certain key positions now with high level skill players. No, and to, to the 20, 24 people live right now with us, uh, give a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. Thank you so much. And then um, any any opinion you have about the depth of the team, um, David? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, um, in the past, uh, if you've been an Orlando City fan, uh, we have seen our team rolling out with three goalkeepers because we just don't have enough people for an 18 we had seen uh, players completely out of position, like the one time that we went uh, with uh, Josue Colman as a striker because everybody oh, else was injured. So, you know, this time we have players that can play multiple roles, players that feel comfortable, players that are talented, and I think that's going to be the, the, the game changer uh, this year. With Gaston Gonzalez, uh, he has more actually has scored more goals than uh, Facundo Torres. Uh, all these guys, um, Facundo Torres, Gaston Gonzalez, uh, and Erkan Erkan Kara are guys that have a nose for goal, but also are are, are team uh, team players. You know, they 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 are not uh, selfish. They understand. Hey, my partner has a better shot. Let me pass the ball to him. And I think. That's the type of intelligent football is what's gonna uh, create the opportunities. With, with Gaston Gonzalez, uh, since he hasn't been confirmed by the team, obviously, I can tell you I have a source in Santa Fe. Uh, the, it's a beat writer that covers uh, Union de Santa Fe, and he provided me with uh, evidence that this is definitely happening. And I, Luis, has been uh, part of uh, the small group of people that have seen it. Uh, so. This obviously is coming to pass, as you guys know. Uh, Eric and uh, Cara um, completely comes out of left field. Uh, like I said on my blog, uh, my father, my my father-in-law's parents were born in Vienna. Uh, I've been to um, I've been to um, uh, Austria in 2012. They love their football. Uh, Vienna is in the the eastern part of Austria is just like or like Florida. So a lot of people were saying, oh, how is it going to do with the altitude? Because they have this idea that Austria is like the sound of music, big mountains and all that. And that's only the, the western part of the country. So uh, he's of uh, Turkish uh, uh, ancestry, I, I, I found out. But it doesn't matter. The kid has a nose for goal. And I have to tell you guys, the unfortunately, uh, when it comes to the German-speaking countries, Germany sort of like like makes Switzerland, Austria, Luxembourg. Um, they it just shadows those countries, right? Because it's the bigger one, and the Bundesliga is so such a huge league. But the Austrian league, it's at at English Championship level. So this is a guy that can definitely uh, hold his own in a quality league. Now, uh, Erkan and all these other guys. Are coming with the one problem, Luis, that is that they're coming from leagues that are in small countries and they are coming to MLS. And MLS, the big, the big monster of MLS is always travel. Every time uh, Nani has been interviewed about his experience in MLS, he said he underestimated the travel. That, you know, the, if you, uh, Austria is a small country. So that that's, that's going to be an issue when he comes here. That, that, amount of time to get adapted 
But I have to tell you guys that each pitch is 120 yards long, 75 wide. The ball is round and the pitch is green. That does not change. And there's 11 men on each side. So I don't expect, like in the past, we were told to give players time six, seven, eight, nine, ten weeks later. We're still waiting. I don't expect these guys to uh, to have a problem getting used to each other uh, or having to spend weeks and weeks and weeks trying to figure things out. Uh, so I am very excited about these signings. They are not cheap signings. Uh, not that the amount of money that we're paying for them um, says that they are better than, than somebody else. But the, the fact of the matter is these are players that people want. And uh, in, in, in like I told Luis uh, before, when you see a Facundo Torres that wants to come to Orlando, that thought to get Peñarol to, to sell him to Orlando because Peñarol wanted to hold back and say, oh, well, let's wait for Europe and all that. Same thing with Gaston Gonzalez. Gaston Gonzalez's agent told him he was going to kill his career if he came to MLS. Obviously, Gaston Gonzalez is a smart man, and he can make a decision on his own. So, my friends, that's that's the type of players that we're getting. We're getting young, talented, crafty guys, and our roster is starting to look more and more and more dangerous. And I have to tell you one thing about the young cats that we're having in Orlando, and that's Rivera, that's Williams, that's Holiday. These guys – not only are they uh, representing the, each of their national teams, they are teens, guys. These are teens. Uh, Holiday just turned 19 a couple of days ago. Um, uh, Williams will be turning 18 this year. And this year, uh, Rivera will be graduating high school. All right? So, you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, this is the type of quality you. that we have at this young age. Yeah, you know, um, you know, this – they're claiming Eric Ancar is going to be a DP, you know, as, uh, alongside Facundo Torres, obviously. And, uh, you know, Eric Ancar has, um, he's the fifth most expensive player in Rapid Vienna. Rapid Vienna. Uh, he's worth uh, market value is $3.3 million. And, you know, he has 14 goals, four assists in 2021 in a league that is so physical, like the Austrian League. It's a level... Obviously, it's, it's Bundesliga caliber. I mean, they're so close to Germany. It's, it's Bundesliga caliber. Um, you know, I, I believe, you know, like 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 uh, Lions Block was saying, you know, his movement's so good. Um, it is, you know, it, it's exciting to see. You know, just imagine Orlando City for uh, Dom Dwyer paid half of that. So for half more, we're getting probably a three times more talented player you know that's probably going to score double the goals he ever scored in orlando city hopefully right yeah and uh like uh taulan coca says karen and pato up top yeah I would, I, I would say a healthy pato with facundo torres on left wing gaston jimenez on right wing imagine that and then you have eric and pato right below the center forward as a second striker i think um that's dangerous for any team you want to see it. You know, um, you know, it's a player that's played in uh, Serie A, that has won titles, uh, has played uh, Copa Americas, have won championships. So, Brett Carl says, does Kara speak English or Spanish? She speaks English more than likely, and probably in German. German. In German. And probably Turkish as well. And Turkish, yeah, more than likely so. 
But um, this is uh, one of the targets uh, that, you know, according to Transfer Market and, and, you know, Transfer Market and, I mean, the source itself, the journalist, uh, her um, his name is um, Manuel Beth, right? But he works for Transfer Market. And if you have not heard of Transfer Market, it's one of the most reputable transfer, you know, when there's a rumor for Transfer Market on their saying and acknowledging something per a source, there is a 98.9% that this is right. There's highly, you know what I mean? So I trust Transfer Market. I mean, they use it in South America to get players in some leagues. You just, just, to, just to give you guys an idea. It's hilarious, but it is true. And then um, the other player that people have been talking about and just to kind of um, switch it up a little bit also is, uh, is Gaston Gonzalez, right? Gaston Gonzalez. Correct. Um, you know, here he is. You know, is he a lion? What are what are what are your what's your your source? What's what's what what's cooking? I you know that um, that clip that I sent you, the audio clip that I sent you, Luis, uh, about this situation. Remember what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. uh, okay, I showed that to somebody of uh, a lot of clout, and that person. Didn't say yes, didn't say no, but send me an emoji. And uh, I believe I have shared that with you. Yeah. And uh, okay, so I take it for what it is. My source in uh, in, in Argentina is, is pretty solid. Uh, the person on the audio clip is in uh, Gaston's camp, in the inner circle of Gaston's, uh, Gaston Gonzalez's camp. And uh, there has been already three or four different sources that have confirmed that uh, this is happening. So I am I am 100% that this is going to happen. Uh, if it, you know, I, some people are saying that it's done. Some people are saying, no, oh, the fact is, is that the same people who right now are still doubting that Facundo Torres is an Orlando City Lion are going to doubt that this is going to happen. But Gaston Gonzalez definitely is coming. Now, this is one of the things. Um, in our negotiations with Union de Santa Fe, we allow them to keep the player till May. Yeah, this is Sudamericana, right? Correct. Yeah. Why? Because the team is broke, my friends, and uh, that's what my source said. If you want to know more about this story, well, if you speak Spanish, tiro de esquina. Tomorrow we're going to be recording, and you're going to find out more. Yeah, sure. Uh, the, the, uh, the problem with uh, Union is that they are, they are broke and really need the money. So what uh, they say, hey, let's keep the guy so we can go to these tournaments, generate more money, and you can take him at this price if you allow us to do that. And Orlando City was like, sure. For us, it's not such a big deal because basically we're looking at two and a half or two months to two and a half months without the player. He's going to be coming in the, in the, in the summer window. Uh, and is gonna impact less on our uh, on our budget for our roster, so it's a smart move on us because it reduces the impact that this player will have, and uh, he's is gonna be a player that is gonna be already ready to go. Uh, and uh, again, he's coming in at a time of the year where we are well known to just basically drop the ball, no pun intended. Yeah, I mean, it's an exciting um, right winger, Gaston Gonzalez. Uh, my source is uh, 
you know, he, he said it. He's a very reputable journalist um, from Teisa Sports, which is the biggest sports channel, bigger than ESPN in, in Argentina. Um, he's a producer there for a couple of shows. Uh, he's also a journalist, uh, Cesar Luis Merlo. I want to say hello to him as well if he's listening or he's watching. He, he pretty much says that um, the deal was already, it's already, you know, pretty much they, they agreed, you know. The, all, both parties have agreed and uh, 3.2 million, 70% of his transfer. Mm-hmm. He's going to stay in uh, Union de Santa Fe until May to play Copa Sudamericana. 20 years old. And the reason, the reason why he's saying, just like, I mean, I, I, I don't know if they're broke or not. I mean, that's not my source, what, what my source told me. But when you play Copa Sudamericana, when you play those champ, those 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 um, tournaments uh, for Conmebol, you um, you get paid. You're, you're, so the, the further you get, your team gets cash. So. So your team, your team gets cash. So essentially, some teams even qualify to those tournaments because they get you get cash to qualify to the tournament, and then you get cash when you advance. So if you advance groups, you get a, a sum. Mm-hmm. If you advance quarterfinals, you get another sum. And Correct. these are hefty millions of dollars, right? Millions of dollars. So um, obviously, Union de Santa Fe wants to cash in, right? You mm-hmm. want to make sure that they get the most competitive team team to, to make it the furthest, right, in Copa Sudamericana, and they have that chance. So he's a 20-year-old, 20-year-old who are signing. Uh, he has uh, 46 games played total for Union de Santa Fe, seven goals, seven assists. And, uh, you know, he's he was linked before with several other clubs in, in South America, in, in Ecuador, uh, in Peru as well, Sporting Cristal, uh, one of the teams there, one of the big three, was interested to to sign him as well. Uh, I know that for a fact. Um, also teams in Chile and Brazil. So this is a kid that has a lot of future. People want to sign him because they know what he's going to give to a club. And Orlando City, according to Cesar Luis Merlo, has him on the bag, right? Obviously... You understand they're they're gonna take a while to probably announce or or agree fully yeah. and sign everything, but it's pretty much uh, they're saying that it's a done deal, right? Yeah, and I want to expand on something. One of the reasons why uh, Argentinian football took, took such a big hit is because in Argentina, the government, the, the the central government, allowed each province to establish COVID protocols as they saw fit, and a lot of provinces closed their borders so basically people couldn't even go in or out to other parts of the country and that's what happened in in santa fe uh province and uh they basically had no no people attending the games the league at some point uh stopped uh uh, union is hoping to grab the money from the sale and invest it on new training facilities it looks like a theme uh in south america right now because uh peñarol is doing the same with uh, Facundo Torres. In fact, they're building a facility and they're going to name him after him. Uh, so uh, with that said, that's the situation that is going on. I see a question. Yes. Uh, do we not? No, I, I have no idea. I'll, I'll probably, probably if they if they get knocked out, 
out of the Copa Sudamericana. It might be even sooner. Yes, correct. You know, correct. It, it, because again, you know, it depends if you get further, right? If if you get knocked out of the tournament, I think he's ready to leave. Uh, I mean, I would I would I would think, right? Personally, because mm -hmm. I've because I've seen, I mean, Peruvian teams get knocked out right away. So you know, they played a couple games. They're knocked out because they're thinking because they're terrible. So you know, and uh, but you know, they they put May because they have the hopes that they're gonna play quarterfinals or or maybe get further up, right? Correct. So and they want to cash in. So that's that's the the story. Uh, Tulan Coca says. If we get a healthy pato, we're winning the league. You heard it here first. <laughs> let's hope. No, no, let's let's definitely hope, right? And um, you know, when it comes to it says here, Brett Carl, it says here, could we sign him now and loan him back to Santa Fe and use him sooner? Hmm, that's an interesting question. I don't know if MLS will allow that. Um, I think I, I don't think so. I think, right, right. Yeah, I don't. That's I, a great question. Yeah, I, I can't say that I know, because I, I guys remember that the player signs with the league, so I, I, I don't think there's, there's those mechanisms. That's, I, I will have to look into that. That's a great question, Brett. Yeah, that, that that's a good question. Um, yeah. Definitely. Uh, personally, I, I think that they, they agreed to that as to make sure that the Orlando gets the player. So, mm -hmm. um, and they've already probably put down some cash right there just to secure the sale. And, you know, it is it is a negotiations game. And sometimes yeah. with clubs from down south, you know, like, again, you know, people don't know, you know, the MLS, you know, how, how things here, time is money, right? Time is money. Mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. South America, sometimes in some countries, things go like the sloth in Zootopia. You know, yeah. it, it it is it is like that. It is just the the culture, unfortunately. Absolutely. So this is here, uh, Lions blog. It won't be that long of a wait. It's probably only ten games at most. We don't play our first midweek game until uh, until like June. Yeah, you're right. Joshua Tall it says here. I am looking forward to seeing these players play for Orlando City this upcoming season. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's exciting times. It's definitely exciting times, right? And, um, you know, talking about preseason and, um, you know, Orlando City postponed his his first game. Right against uh, New York City. Right against New York City. Um, you know, we have the information here as well. Um, Orlando City preseason scrimmage versus NYCFC has been canceled. They'll play against Minnesota. People are going to see Inchi. I know what yeah. I know. Uh, February the third, right? February the third. Mm -hmm. So, and um, you know, I don't know if you guys have seen. This is here. What is our Brett Carl? What is our depth at left back? Let me see here. Let's take a look. Yeah, I mean, we only have Moutinho and Smith. Uh, and Smith is it? It it was a a beautiful accident that the man uh it can play in that but that's not his natural position either so right now if you want to be technical Moutinho is the only guy there uh, he's not trustworthy because of his health issues uh which Orlando City is addressing thank you uh they just hire uh, a new uh um physical therapy um I don't. I don't know if it's a technician or a therapist. I don't know what's the official title, but 
Uh, I'm glad that they're addressing those issues in-house rather than depending heavily on Orlando Health as great of a, um, a part of it as they have been, and they have been a customer of mine in the past. Uh, you know, we, we just had a lot of soft tissue injuries that we couldn't explain because then automatically these players go to other leagues and they appear to be healed miraculously. Um, but I have to say, we definitely have to find uh, a natural uh, left back in that position. I think, uh, you know, Moutinho, great guy. Personally, I have spoken with him a, a thousand times. If you ask him, his greatest moment was scoring against LAFC by his childhood hero, Nani, with the assist. And uh, that's if you ask him, he will tell you that, uh, you know, he's, he's happy in Orlando. He wants to get better. But uh, we need to allow him time to heal. I believe we can get another player. Uh, Emmanuel Mas uh, was a stopgap type of signing. He's back in Argentina with yeah. Estudiantes de la Plata. Uh, and I, we, we wish him well, but he was an older player. Uh, and he got roasted uh, a couple of times. And, and that second goal by uh, Nashville was all on his own. Uh, his own fault, I will say. But uh, oh, uh, do you think? Ooh, the Santos are left back. Interesting, Gavin. That's a good one. Um, who knows? <laughs> That's a great question. Oh, by the way, uh, Gavin uh, or Lions blog in his channel on YouTube, he has great scouting videos about all these signings that we've been doing. Go check them out. They're about 30 minutes apiece, and there's a lot of information there, and, and I do appreciate the effort that he's putting into them. Um, so go check them out. Um you know, with, with to sort of try to answer that question, we have we have seen already that we have a lot of players that can play different positions, a lot of players that have versatility. Look at that, yeah. a big word for our team that in the past we were very rigid. Do you put a Carlos Rivas in a position oh, where no he plays? You know what I'm saying? Anything other than the left wing. Let's do turn you everything do that? off and go. Oh my exactly. God. So now we have players as 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 Luis has. Uh, put up on, on the on the graph we have players that can that, that can fill in different pl places they might not be the best right because they are wrong-footed for that particular position but they can contribute and that's what we need that's what we need we need guys that can hold the fort until that person gets back from international duty or recovers from injury and that's i i, I think uh luis that will be the theme of the season versatility we finally have uh, a team that we can mold according to our needs. Uh, the, Joshua tells us, do you think we can get another left back or no? Probably. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, there, there were talks about the, the Andre Jadlin, um, you know, Jadlin, mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, you, you can definitely see, I mean, somebody, I mean, you have to understand the under 17 Academy has performed it and, and they're champs. Um, there's definitely, there's definitely some, some good players there. Uh, I would take a look, OCB as well. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I believe they can probably get another left back for sure. I know Oscar probably. There's more signings. I mean, Moosey, he had an interview, and he said um, uh, with uh, USA Today, I think it was, or Orlando Central, I don't remember. And he said there's going to be like four or five more signings. Correct. So, you know, this is only the beginning. Matthew says, what's your opinion on Pato's second second chance? Um, it's not costing the club uh, a lot of money. And um, 
He's committed to stay healthy. He's committed to, he has a, a bonus structure in regards to how many goals he scores, how many games he plays. So I don't think the club is in the loosening of the deal. If something, not. if something may occur, you know, um, and it, there, were, there was a lot of hype in Brazil about his comeback to Sao Paulo. But um, the quality of life in Orlando, he loves the city. He loves the fans. He, mm -hmm. he, he fell in love with the city. He, you know, and, and he wants to stay here. He wants to spend his, he wants to, you know, possibly retire here, mm -hmm. you know, possibly do that. And, and uh, he's still in, uh, under a, a good age. Right. In, in you know, uh, I think healthy, he's dangerous. No, absolutely. And I have to tell you guys one thing that, doesn't transpire uh, on the football things uh, on the pitch. Um, he's a fantastic presence in the locker room, well-liked individual, hardworking uh, player, a person of faith. Um, and uh, him and his <coughs> wife, they are, they are, they are in the Brazilian community here in Orlando. They are, they are a very strong presence. And, um, The, you need you need those type of guys. You need feel good guys in the locker room, motivational guys. What happened last year to him was unfortunate. Uh, I think it was such a monumental failure upon Orlando City because we basically were putting a lot of eggs on that basket with uh, Daryl DK at the time in England, and uh, unfortunately he just you know first game he goes injured for basically practically the whole season. That does not mean that this band doesn't have the quality and the talent. We we have seen the videos, we have seen the highlight reel, and uh, one of the things that Gavin pointed out um, in in his podcast was the fact that we saw so much quality in that game against Nashville, last game of the season in Orlando, where an inch lower from the bar, and that would have been a golazo. And right now shirts would have been sold and uh and and we would have hosted a game and and all these sorts of things but unfortunately it wasn't meant to be i think uh there's a man in pato and alexander pato that wants to prove the the haters wrong i have that type of personality i hate uh when people challenge me and uh think i can't do it because of my height or where i'm from or the way i talk or they just think i'm not smart enough And, uh, you know, Pato has has a lot to prove. He wants to shut them up. And uh, as fans, we have to give him the opportunity. And, and, and again, it, this is a great opportunity for Orlando City as a, as a player that is not costing us a lot of money. Uh, we are getting a great deal on this one. Uh, so this is – to give you an example, imagine that you rented a minivan and you show up at the counter and say, hey, all we have is Maseratis. Do you want to take one at the same price? What are you going to say? Of course. So this is what we're getting. Yeah, and, and again, um, before closing, I want to thank everybody. We've been over over 24 uh, people today. We're growing little by little. I know it's baby steps. Spread the word to everybody. We have about 17 people online right now. Spread the word about um, LPO Podcast, uh, Loud, Loud and Proud Orlando. Um, you know, I'm working right now with uh, Orlando City Communications to go back into the press room. And uh, we're, we're, I'm going to be building a website. We're going to have some articles, pictures. We're going to get also 
more people on the show. We're going to bring the fans. We're going to bring you guys. Uh, we're going to send the link of if you guys have a webcam or if you guys just want to go in with without your camera on, that's fine. We can discuss and chat. That'll probably go in the next episode next Monday. We're going to start. Um, we want to interact with you more, make you more part of the show as well. Uh, speak your piece. Speak your mind about the club. Obviously, with with the love and respect, right? Always. Um, and uh, follow us, right? Uh, we are on Spotify as well and an Apple podcast as Loud and Proud Orlando. Um, all our first two episodes are there. If you if this is the first time watching uh, or listening to us uh, on Twitter or on Facebook or on YouTube, uh, make sure to uh, follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We're there uh, as well. We're on Facebook, YouTube. Subscribe, hit the notification bell to get all the notifications. We also are on Twitter right now. Um, this is our Twitter account, Loud and Proud Orlando. Follow it. Um, all the shows will be live also here. We're going to put some news, rumors, things like that. We're going to try to get as many followers as we can. We already have a good amount of followers since we started. So I want to thank for all the city fans for their support. Myself, I'm trying to get back, um, you know, even though I'm not part of various sports uh, the, this year, moving forward, I am going to get back into the press room. I want to uh, thank Orlando City Communications. Uh, I'm working on getting back all the media emails for the club and, and working on all of that and dedicating to Loud and Proud Orlando. This is going to be a project that's going to be huge. We're going to have also our own our own members to go and take pictures and, and bring different type of art into the into the community and and different uh, ideas and also bring the fans in into our podcast so we can obviously discuss all things about Orlando City. Uh, as well, um, you know, when it comes to Facebook, right? We're on Facebook as well. And for people that love Facebook, um, I'm going to go ahead and start um, telling you guys that we are here as, this is my personal Facebook, but it's facebook.com slash LPO um, underscore uh, loud, loud and proud. There you go. Right here. This is our Facebook page. Uh, follow us on Facebook as well. If that's where you prefer to see us, uh, feel free. Uh, we're right here. We are already about, you know, this is where all the posts come as well, right? This is, you know, we're live right here. As you can see, two people. Thank you so much. You know, I know the algorithm of, of Facebook has is, is, is changed completely. But we are on Facebook as well. So want to let you guys know to follow us and subscribe to all our channels and the way to reach us. Myself, I'm on Instagram and on Twitter, very active, as you guys can tell, um, at Pineda underscore ORL. Uh, Dave is under at Florida underscore man 76. And we're going to read the last three comments here. It says here, do you think we should press more this season? I think we're going to have Joshua less turnovers because we got players uh, like Araujo, you know, that, that are coming in. And, you know, you guys should check out footage of him. He's he's fantastic. And we have also, you know, Urso and, you know, coming back and, and Mendes healthy. Mm -hmm. So I think we, we're going to definitely keep the ball more in the mid. Matthew. 
Still mad about that Nashville game. Was screaming at my TV when Dika scored. Yeah, I was there. Right? I know. <laughs> and uh, talking about that, actually, is, is a good point. Right before we close, um, I wanna, you know, it's 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 you know, he just got signed to WBA. You know, Daryl DK right here. Um, you know, he's a, it's a top striker and and he's injured, right? Um, he got injured. He he pulled his hamstring. Um, he's going to miss, uh, approximately about 10 days. Um, they don't know yet the magnitude of the, of his injury, but he will miss 10 days with WBA in the championship, but we wish him here a rapid recovery. Obviously we want to see him full blown and playing with the national team as well. So, you know, and, uh, also, Pedro Galese, he's uh, he's playing two one key match against Colombia, uh, coming up as well for uh, Peruvian qualifiers. Personally, what I've seen of him, he is looking great. So people that are saying that he's missing preseason, that Mason is going to take his place, there's no way. And I, I love Mason too; he's a great keeper, Gr- uh, Greeny as well. Then we have three great keepers. But I think Galese, the level of competition he's getting right now in his offseason, his time off, it's on a higher level than MLS. Mm-hmm. And if he's outperforming everybody in his national team, I think we're going to get right. a healthy Galese. I think we're going to get a Galese that's going to perform the same way um, the same way he was. So mm-hmm. um, definitely excited for that. Anything else? Last last comments, uh, Dave, before we close? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank everybody again for uh, joining us. And also, if you're watching this uh, in the recorded version or on the audio version uh, podcast, thank you very much for the support. We're just two fans that just want to, uh, you know, hype up our team and reach out to as many as possible. Uh, lastly, for those that don't know, I have a vlog for Orlando City Spanish and English. The legendary David on YouTube and uh, Tiro Esquina, which is uh, the Spanish podcast that covers Orlando City. And uh, obviously, we're going to be talking about all these topics in Spanish. So, thank you very much, guys. Uh, definitely next week we'll be back, right, Luis? Talking yeah, we'll about... be back Monday. Yeah, Monday we'll be back probably. Hopefully, there's a couple of announcements of new players, Absolutely. hopefully. You know, I know uh, they were asking about the, the Cara deal. Well, I have a, I have a information about that, so, Luis. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kara has a uh, European Union passport, so his uh, his immigration status is faster than the guys from Latin America. That's a fact. Yeah. And lastly, uh, all the sources in Austria already say that he is no longer with uh, Rapid Vienna. So you know, you make out whatever you want. Out That's of that. right. That's right. And you know, I'm sure that there's going to be uh, memes and things like that. I'm still going to do my due diligence to inform. I mean, I'm a, I'm a journalist, so my, my, my duty is to inform you. So whatever I get, you know, I put my source there always. I don't just say, hey, this is happening. No, I put my source always there. And I want to thank every single one for your support. And I know this is going to be a huge project for Dave and I. And uh, we're going to definitely try to make the best content for Orlando City and for Orlando Pride and for OCB. Um, you know, and uh, because I grew up in Orlando, as a lot of people don't know, I, I, I've, I've grown, I came from Peru at age 15. I grew up in Orlando. I, I met my wife there. I, I got married there. 
I went to school there. I went to Olympia High School. I went to Dr. Phillips for a couple for a couple of times, a couple of years before Olympia opened up. I I went to UCF. I'm a UCF grad. You know, um, so my life is Orlando. I love that city. My parents live there. Um, I've lived there. Um, it, 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 it's my city. So I, I know how it is for a lot of people living there. So it's it's not like I'm just a face in Twitter. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm real. I'm tangible. You can always reach me. You can always, you know, I'm, I'm very happy and, and very um uh, uh, appreciative of every single like and and share and that you guys give us and and give me on my Twitter as well. So thank you so much. And obviously, the more we w people watch this show, more than likely the the more content we'll be able to to bring to you. So the more support we get, the better. And only good things are gonna come for LPO. Only good things are gonna come. I'm telling you, I'm very very competitive and very committed. Uh, just like Facundo Torres uh, to, to Orlando City. So thank you so much, guys. Um, and I guess, I guess we're out, right? I guess we're That's out. That's it. Vamos Orlando. Vamos Orlando. Vamos Orlando. Thank you, guys. Have a good one.